It's Tuesday, March 21, 2017. As to climate change, I think the president was fairly straightforward. That we're not spending money on that anymore. Trump's proposed budget cuts go deepest on climate change. Flooding and mudslides caused by intense rains in Peru has now left at least 72 people dead. Extreme rains trigger catastrophic deadly flooding in Peru. Trump's Supreme Court nominee blocked environmental lawsuits. Plus, Defense Secretary calls climate change a national security threat, at least in writing. All of that writing on the wall straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. The White House <laughs> celebrated St. Patrick's Day by slashing green energy. Uh, if only there was a way to get the F-35 to run on coal, it would be a perfect budget. <laughs> no kidding. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, speaking of coal... Donald Trump said on Monday at a rally in Kentucky, quote, as we speak, we are preparing new executive actions to save our coal industry and to save our wonderful coal miners from continuing to be put out of work. The miners are coming back. Trump told the rally in Louisville, Kentucky, without providing any details. Of course he didn't, because coal jobs are not coming back. Well, don't tell that to the new president. Meanwhile, Senate confirmation hearings began this week for Donald Trump's Supreme Court nominee, Judge Neil Gorsuch of the Tenth Circuit Court of Appeals. In the Trump era, environmental groups are hoping the legal system will help protect the environment and public health. But Mother Jones reports that Judge Gorsuch, throughout his career, routinely blocked environment-related cases from reaching the court at all, ruling that groups don't have standing to sue, for example. Gorsuch has also criticized a judicial tenet called the Chevron Doctrine, in which judges defer to agency experts, especially science experts, rather than their own opinions in their rulings. No comment. It's a stolen Supreme Court seat. The Trump administration's proposed budget plans to eliminate programs that poor Americans rely on, like one that helps low-income households weatherize their homes. Another helps Alaskan towns build water infrastructure as the permafrost melts underneath them. The budget also specifically targets federal climate change programs, like those that help developing countries adapt to climate impacts. Why? Well, here's Mick Mulvaney, director of the White House's Office of Management and Budget. As to climate change, I think the president was fairly straightforward. We're not spending money on that anymore. We consider that to be a waste of your money to go out and do that. So that is a specific tie to his uh, to his campaign. Promises made, promises kept. Well done, Trump voters. The administration's budget also kills the Department of Energy's innovative and popular Advanced Research Projects Agency, known as ARPA-E, which does advanced research on energy from biofuels to batteries. Despite the Trump administration's denial of climate science, Defense Secretary General James Mattis says that climate change is a threat to national security. What? At least in writing. In written testimony following his January confirmation hearing, Mattis explicitly called climate change a national security issue, a driver of, quote, instability that requires a whole-of-government response. In an interview with NPR, Brigadier General Gerald Galloway of the Center for Climate and Security explained why. If our allies are having problems in their own country as a result of such things as drought, where there's instability in the country, 
instability breeds conflict, and, and conflict is what puts our forces at risk, and we don't want that to happen. Yeah, I remember years ago reporting on Syria and the drought there, and look what happened, and you had folks on the right making fun of us just for reporting those facts. Meanwhile, in Peru, at least 72 people have died and thousands are homeless after record rains triggered flooding and landslides in the coastal region that officials say washed away entire communities along with roads, bridges and crops. Meteorologists blame an unusual, sudden and abnormal warming of the Pacific waters off the coast of Peru, sort of like a localized El Nino that turbocharged the storms. These abnormal things are becoming more and more normal each day, it seems. Here in the U.S., the drastic swings between February's record heat and March's late-season record snow have severely damaged crops in the Midwest and the Southeast, fooling plants and fruit trees that budded only to be killed by the surprise deep freeze and cause hundreds of millions of dollars in economic losses to the agriculture industry. But finally, some good news. Despite Donald Trump's extensive criticism of wind turbines, the administration at least is allowing offshore wind farms to go forward. Last week, the Bureau of Ocean Energy Management held an auction for offshore wind farm leases in federal waters off the coast of North Carolina, with plans to go ahead for a similar lease auction for the coasts of Massachusetts and New York. How thoughtful of them. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to, check out our website website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget you can download our reports anytime via Stitcher, TuneIn, or iTunes. Find us, follow us, and share us on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyle. And this has been your Green News Report. Yes, some mighty winds are blowing across the land and across the sea. It's blowing peace and freedom. It's blowing you and me.